millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. During quarantine, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. It didn't take long for us to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most are the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us on the very first credit score spinoff, Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. Hello. Hello! (laughs) Introducing a show like Mrs. Doubtfire is always a good way to kick it off. Hello, dearie! Hello! I'm going to do that from now on. I like how earlier today we were like, tone-wise, we just wanted to be like you and me chatting. First line, you're like, hello and welcome to Grad Score. (laughs) Into full like a radio disc jockey mode. (laughs) I start playing all these sound effects. (laughs) Ooga! Gene would like that. Yeah. I feel like you... Could have totally been that, like, cute boy at the, like, college radio station. Was that you? No. I probably wanted to do that yeah. before I went to college. Uh-huh. And then it's not as glamorous as it sounds in your head. You're like, you have Alone. to. Yeah, you get in there. Yeah, and, like, you can do the uh, the 1 a.m. to uh, 5.30 a.m. shifts. And you're like, no, no. thanks. That's all right. I'm going to pass. I don't want to. I don't want to play uh, Fleetwood Mac albums that badly. <laughs> I don't even know if I was listening to Fleetwood Mac back then. I'm sure you were. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome everybody to the sequel to episode one. That that works. <laughs> episode two is the sequel to episode one. Yeah, that that's not right. And why? Because now every, every single <laughs> no. It what's a what's a third thing? Um, it's a sequel. No. And, that makes, and then they're a trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah. I think this is wrong. They're all sequels. So, like, they become a franchise, but uh-huh. but every, like, Fast and the Furious, that's my, the first one I go to is Fast and the Furious for some reason. Everyone is a sequel from the first one. Really? Yeah. But I feel like, like, if we looked up the Latin terminology of sequel, it would have second in it. Um, is sequel a Latin word? I don't know. Just like the <laughs> this, root word. This is, I, this is, this is exactly a language what I podcast don't now. want to be talking about, by the way. <laughs> that lovely voice over there is Skylar Harrison. Oh, I'm introducing you now. Yeah, it just, it just happened that way. Okay. <laughs> and that over there is Max with the Linda socks on. 
I've got we're we're wearing our at if you listen to last week's episode, we were wearing Bob's Burgers character socks. Yeah, and I've got I've got Linda on my feet right now, and uh, you've got um, Tina, which we tried to put on Biscuit to get a photo. Biscuit, our dog, is sitting that next to afternoon. you on the couch, of course, because he is a member of this podcast, and he did not want to wear the Bob's Burgers socks. Oh, he's got a little. He was trying a little runny nose. nose right there. Yeah, he's okay. a little bit like Gene. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Our relationship is very yeah. Linda Gene. <laughs> He can do no wrong in my book. <laughs> so for those of you that are new here, which is very possible that you're new here because this is only our second episode. And you should always start with the sequel. Always. Always. You start with the sequel, then you go back, and episode one is the pre- prequel. Okay. That sounds like an author just trying to milk a franchise real hard. <laughs> we, we, You and I want to milk this franchise for as long as we possibly can, to be honest. That's true. Max yeah. and I were taking a walk the other day, and I was like, but... But one day, we're going to run out of episodes, and I got really sad, because I just want to talk about Bob's Burgers all the time. There, are, We've got so many episodes ahead of us. I don't think we're going to run out anytime soon. This relationship might run out before it's, the episodes. It's very possible, and all of the listeners will be here to witness it. <laughs> <laughs> you come on in a couple months. Just depressed. depressed. I'm depressed. I, I would sound like I would Welcome broadcasting at 1.30 a.m., and I'm just like, anyway... <laughs> Here's the Fleetwood Mac album that they recorded while they were all breaking up. Very Ira Glass right there. Yeah. Okay. So um, we we go through, we're going, as you know, episode by episode, uh, the end credit sequences to Bob's Burgers. And today, as we discussed last week, they're fairly generic through the first season. But today is when we start getting some changes and we start seeing the crew of Bob's Burgers having some fun with the end credits, which yes. were already fun to begin with. Yes. I'm just going to say yes, because I didn't do my homework <laughs> That's okay. this week. <laughs> That's okay. I did some for us. Okay. So thank you, Max. Yeah. So are we looking at some music changes? Yeah. I think that's kind of how it starts. Okay. It starts with music changes, little um, kind of tweaks to the original theme to suit what the the plot of mm-hmm. the uh, episode was about before we start seeing a lot of different changes that have to do with the episode. So cool. Yeah. Exciting. So as I said, we're doing um, so, so because they're so simple, we're doing two episodes at a time to begin with. So today we're doing episodes three and four. Yes. Of season one. Yes. Okay. So before we get into those episodes, Skylar and I have a fun little game we like to play called uh, Bob Pun or Max Pun. As fans of the show know, Bob has to come up with burger puns for every burger of the day. And as people who listen to episode one know, I love puns. And so I'm here to test Skylar. She does not know which one are Bob puns or which one are Max puns. And let's see if she can guess who wrote the pun. Right, but let's just, I would like to state for the record that I am four for O. Is that how you say it, like sports terms? Four and O. <laughs> four and O. Four, I guess four for O works. It's more like O, o for four. Are you ready for your first pun? I am. Okay. The first pun is sugar pie honey lunch burger. <laughs> that is so a max. God, <laughs> this is, see the problem is you're going to get these all the time. I'm just like so charmed by your humor. I can just, I just know when I, it's this there. Is, this is my, 
if if the Bob's creators are listening and they just want to hire someone for a lot of money to just come up with the puns for them instead of write entire scripts, uh, come 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 talk to me. I feel I'll- like they might take you up on that offer because. Can't you just imagine, like, you finally finish writing an episode, you're like, God damn it, I have to write a st- two puns for the um, intro credits, two burgers of the day, I would just die. It's, yeah, it just you forgot, and it's the very end, and yeah. you work so hard on the script. I have a really good one for Halloween. Maybe I'll pitch it in our Halloween episode. I'll save it, because it is a really good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if they end up doing it in the upcoming season, you'll be very disappointed. Yeah, that's why we have to get it on record now. Right. Okay, we will, we'll try um, the next one is the Mona Pisa burger. Um, that's a tough one. I'm going to say Bob's, but I think I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yes, yeah. I stumped her. I stumped her. That is a max. Always go with your intuition. The reason I should have known that wasn't Bob's was because, like, I guess you could do a pizza burger. Is that the pun? Yeah. 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 Okay. But why I wouldn't just, it be Bob's? I just don't think that's his style. He's He wants to... It's more he, like an ingredient. He wants to be as no, non-Jimmy Pesto as possible. Exactly. He refuses exactly. to have anything Italian. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> the next one is the Leonardo DiCaprio burger. Damn it. I really think this is you. Can you say it again? The Leonardo DiCaprio burger. Like paprika? Yeah. Oh, you would never use paprika. So that's Bob's. That is a max. No. Oh, this is so much better. <laughs> I'm winning. My ego. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> okay. Did you, last week, I was like so fast, so sure they of myself. Were, well, see, and you challenged me and I said, okay, I need to try and get a little more, less obvious about it. Yeah, you're channeling Bob a little bit more. I did more. a little bit of research. I looked through some of their burgers, you know, and I just like said, how does Bob do it? And I'm trying to channel Bob a little <laughs> you're, bit more. You're method acting. Because I don't think the Leonardo DiCaprio is that good. No, and pun. I don't want to eat it. It doesn't make you think of paprika immediately. Wait, so that was you? That the was only me. reason why I thought it might be you is that I like pop culture wise, I don't feel like, I feel like he, if. He, if Leonardo DiCaprio was in a movie, he would have gone with the movie title. Like, I haven't really seen him do just, like, a celeb. Yeah, there's a few here and there, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Um, and the last one is the Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny oh. Yellow Polka Dot Zucchini Burger. I have to admit, I know that that is from the show. Okay, because you saw it in your recipe book that you have? Yeah, okay. but I've, st- I've stopped looking at those. I only know, and I don't even know the title of the pickle burger that we're doing. Um, in honor of the season 11 premiere. I don't even know the title, but it, I know what's on the burger. <laughs> Skylar and I, as we mentioned in the first episode, are obsessed with all things Bob's Burger now. And we've got everything, including a recipe book for a lot of the burgers on the show that they that they released. Right. So yeah. we went through them all and we picked one for the season 11 premiere. And it's like one with fried pickles and it just... Sounds disgustingly delicious. Oh, I can't wait to try it. All right. So should we get a little title and synopsis for episode three before we listen to the end credits? Yes. All right. So episode three is Sacred Cow. 
When a controversial filmmaker places a live cow outside the family restaurant to make a statement, Bob is livid, especially when the cow starts to scare away customers. However, to everyone's surprise, Bob starts to treat the cow like a member of the family. Aw, yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to get married. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, that's, that's the episode. So should we just get into these? I can tell you really like this episode. It was not my favorite. Yeah, it was not I know. my favorite. I had liked the one before it so much. After not liking the pilot all that much, right? I uh, think the first one where I'm like, okay, sign me up for this show completely is going to be next week's episode. Right. Okay. And so this one, Sacred Cow, was written by Nora Smith and was directed by Jennifer Coyle. So cool. if they came up with the puns in in. If Nora came up with the puns in this episode, nice work, Nora. I don't know what they were, but I just love the puns. <laughs> Me either. All right, let's take a look at these end credits. Or if you're listening, listen to them. I'm going to play the like last little clip before we get into the end credits. So basically what happened was the cow, after like saving it, ended up almost getting hit by a car and then dying from a heart attack. Yeah. Here's a banner. Here comes the banner. I humbly call this the rest... In peas burger. <laughs> because it uh, comes with snap peas and carrots. Thank you. All right, funeral people. It's time to party. I'm going to pause it there for a second because we already have a big change. We have huge changes. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Okay. So the end of the episodes is Gene... Playing his uh, funeral, yeah, his funeral party bop. tune, yeah, his funeral bop, <laughs> his funeral bop with the, his little dog barks, which will eventually come into the opening credits, which we're m- missing currently in yep. the first season. Yep, um, love that little bark noise. Love it, iconic. I, w- I would play that in my boring early morning uh, DJ college DJ radio station all the time if I had one. But would you use it for your personal funeral bop? Should I be taking notes? Yes. When I die, please play play this exact song. Or <laughs> maybe I'll select a few other Bob's End credit songs. Okay. And play them at my funeral. Okay. With no explanation. <laughs> that's that's key. Yeah. Okay. In my uh my Gene Belcher painted casket. No. No? Okay. No. All right. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So we see that the general end credit sequence of Bob, Louise, and Tina getting the burgers ready. Yep, in the black and white kitchen, and the characters are still in color. Like, aesthetically, everything is still the same. Mm -hmm. And then Gene comes in a lot sooner from the halfway point of the screen, not from the complete other side of the screen, which we saw in the first (laughs) first episode, right? Mm -hmm. And he is bopping with his keyboard. He's not in his burger suit anymore. And he goes and stands in front of his uh, family and starts dancing while hitting some buttons on the keyboard. Yes, he is in the center of the kitchen. Yeah. I really could watch this all day. It's so good. So, okay, so we've got a few different moves. Gene really gets into it. He dances a lot like me, I feel like. Yes. So his first move Wait, is hold kinda, on. Yeah. <laughs> Time oh, out. God. Is this a dance, Max dance story coming? Yeah. Oh, God. So Max and I have been dating for almost eight years. I mean, some of that was like off and on. That's a whole other story. That's not for the, the Bob's not- <laughs> podcast. That's for our, our relationship podcast. For our That's therapist. our therapy podcast, yeah. yes. Um. So I've known him a very long time and then quarantine started and we got invited to like a lot of like, like a birthday dance party and like Max is a very shy, reserved person in social settings. Like he's very like buttoned up. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were invited to this Skype um, birthday party and Max just, like, transformed into Gene. Like, he was, like, pushing me out of the frame. He was jumping on the sofa. Like, you just went all out. And I had never, never seen that side of you. Well, first of all, number one is that we were all dancing to... Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah, you did that, not want to dance with me. You- <laughs> that song does it to me. I need to be alone. I'm, I'm like Jimmy Pesto Jr. Yes. When it comes to dancing to that song. That's what it was. Yeah, I just need to be in my in my own head, in my own space, grooving to that song. Your your inner Jimmy Junior. Yeah, but that's also the thing about, by the way, introverts and like Zoom and stuff is that it's a different experience than being in an actual room with people. You feel exactly. a little uh, less vulnerable being in your own home, even though people can see you. Yes. Yeah. I like it. See, when I thought you were going to tell a story about a dance, I thought you were going to talk about my avoidance. Oh shit! Which is whenever, whenever Skylar wants to talk to me about something serious, I do a little dance that she calls my avoidance <laughs> because it's how I avoid having to talk, have those tough conversations. Yeah. Speaking of vulnerability, if I ask Max something serious, and this is in couples therapy too, 
he will just use humor to deflect. And it really sucks because he's really freaking funny. So most of the time we're having an intimate moment and I'm sharing something and I I need him to respond authentically to me. But his jokes are so funny. They always make me crack. The avoidance always works. uh, Do you want to explain kind of what the avoidance looks like? It's uh, both of my palms are placed firmly (laughs) on my buttocks. Yes. And then I take steps like forward with my like long steps forward with my legs. Turned out. Turned out. Yeah. Chest is like. Chest out. Not too much movement on top. Mostly. It's mostly the legs. It's like very regal up top. Like like royalty. Yeah. It's it's a it's business on top party (laughs) in the bottom. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, that's the avoidance. If you want to do it at home, uh, moving forward, it's great. It's a it's good great. way to get out of all sorts of conversations. Yep. Like this one. If you want to do an avoidance right now, Skylar, go ahead. I'm okay. all strapped in here. I can't. Let's, so let's talk about some of these dance moves real quick that Gene does. The first okay. one, he holds his finger kind of like up to the sky while he's listening and he's shaking his hips. Yeah, but it's kind of like back, uh, forward and back. There is some pelvic thrusting, definitely. There's a lot. Yeah. And I just want to say like his... Um, his belly mm-hmm. is so adorable. His yeah. belly jiggle it's as he's great. dancing is so adorable. It's great. And at one point, his finger comes over to like hit the little barking noise on his on his keyboard. keyboard. And then the next move he did, I think he was kind of like doing like hands out type thing, like almost like like the social network dance move. Yeah, like uh, what's his name, Andrew Garfield in the social in the network Hawaiian. at the Hawaiian scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By exactly. the way, that is the best dance move if, if you feel awkward on the dance floor. It's kind of like you put your palms up, like you're carrying two pizzas, mm-hmm. and then you do this like, what'd you just say? Yeah. It's the second best to the avoidance. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he jumps. He does like a jump and turns around to shake his butt to us. And he's now facing because all the family members' backs are to us. So now he's facing the same way as his family members. And he's shaking his butt. At some point during all this, Linda made her appearance in the window to pick up the burger that they were preparing. And uh, let's just watch the end of it here. He just flipped around and he's doing the like YMCA point. Yeah. Yeah. He flip, He does a little jump. Points still doing the like pelvic thrust while he's kind of like it's like what is it YMCA go grease lightning maybe? go grease lightning that's yeah. what it is yeah. I just knew it was like I was in middle school in a gym at like a sock hop that's where it took me yeah very common uh, for that era I guess although those two don't go in the same era when did YMCA well come out? I don't mean like era wise but just like those are the kind of songs they play at those school dances. Mm-hmm. Or like bar mitzvahs. Yes. Yeah. Or weddings. Yeah. We're not going to do that. No. We're going to be like it's all not gonna, Ella No, Fitzgerald. we're saving this music for my funeral, not for, <laughs> not for <laughs> the, any. The real important event. <laughs> yes. Okay. So those those are the end credits to Sacred Cow. Yes. Uh, we didn't do this last week because we forgot that it was a segment. Mm-hmm. But we are going to pick our favorite moment of the end credits and our least favorite moment. Okay. What was your favorite moment of those end credits there? Oh, man. I have to say just I, like, thoroughly enjoyed all of Gene's um, dance moves. If you had to pick one of them? If I had to pick one, I like when he jumps and shows us his his booty. Yeah. Yeah. He starts shaking his booty to us. Yeah. I, I like that one, too. And I, or I'd say 
the finger point is fun too, just at the end. Cause I, I feel like he yeah. was, when we were watching it just now, I felt like he was done doing moves. Like the last movie we were going to get was the booty shake. Yeah. And then it's like a surprise it's, little special. Exactly. Like, oh, he did, he did another little move there. Great. I'm with you. I'm changing yeah. my. Okay. Yeah. Least favorite moment. I mean, do I have to have one? Uh, no, I mean, we love this show so much. We're not, it's, it's so hard to pick something, but if you could pick something. Can I pick, like, I think it would have been cuter to have the other characters maybe doing something. Right. And I think that's, I feel like that's where they slowly start to do that too. Yeah. I, I kind of reach a point, and we'll talk about this as we get further into these credits, but where I'm like, I don't want them to do too much outside of the kitchen. Like, I like I like the generic sequence with little, like, pepper. Right. We so, like the familiarity. Pepper, uh, yeah. Sprinkles of a little bit of different things that have to do with the episode. Eventually, the sequence, like, a lot of them go, like, completely out of the kitchen. I know. We were, like, after, like, nine seasons of loving these end credits, season 10, they start, they take us out of the kitchen, and we were just not emotionally prepared for that. And they start creating, like, songs. Which are great. They are great, but take me to the kitchen. Okay, and now we have to score these end credits. Our scoring system, if you are listening for the first time, is we score on 1 to 10 H's at the end of a Tina uh. One of Tina's uh's. Uh. Skylar, on a scale of 1 to 10, H's. Okay, but I still have my same question. Is this knowing how good they get or just like... Focusing on this because I'm going to give this like an 8.5. Let's, let's I focus on it. this for now. You, we're, I We're going to be it. all across the board as we go through this. An 8.5. Yeah. And it could, you know what? Even knowing how good they get, this is these were great. And I'm with you. I'm I'm right there. 8.5 with you. 8.5 H's. I might give it a nine. Okay. No, I'll do 8.5 so we don't have to do math. <laughs> 8.5 H's for episode three, Sacred Cow and yes. credit sequence. Absolutely. Okay. And I would just like to say that I think this foreshadows something. I really thought Tina was my favorite character, but now that I've watched the whole 10 seasons, Jean just gets stuck in my heart. So some foreshadowing you know, the there. The beauty of the show is I, I, I know Jean is my favorite, but they do all have these moments where they win you over and you're like, mm, maybe this one's my favorite. Yeah. Maybe that one's my favorite. So the next episode is episode four. And Skylar, do you want to read the title and synopsis? Yes. All right. Title is Sexy Dance Fighting. Avoidance-ish-esque avoidance. Well, if we're fighting, I break out a sexy dance, kind of, and that's it. (laughs) That that is how you work in relationships, so. All right. When Tina develops a crush on the new martial arts instructor, she joins the class and ends up shirking her responsibilities at the restaurant. Bob finds out what's going on and decides to take matters into his own hands. Okay, and that episode was written by Stephen Davis and Kelvin Yu and was directed by Anthony Chun. This one also not my favorite episode. Not my favorite episode. I will say, though... It's one of the episodes where Bob grows on me when he, like, decides he's going to fight the instructor. And I don't know. I just think as a parent, like, to put yourself in a vulnerable position and he keeps getting, like, knocked down on his ass and, like, to see your parents vulnerable. is pooping himself, too. (laughs) Yeah. That's the ultimate vulnerability. Yeah. Was so endearing to me. And then when Tina starts, like, cheering for him, 
that was one of my first moments where I could like start to see the bonds of the kids and with their parents, which I really liked because um, Bob's been like a little gruff in the first four episodes for me. Yeah, and true. This one is where like he wants her to be working with him because she's his oldest daughter and she wants to go do this sexy dance fighting and uh, I think it's capoeira. Yeah. <laughs> what were you chanting all week? And I was like, what are he's, you doing? The, the character when he's fighting just like he shakes his hair around a lot and mm-hmm. he does like a side by side thing and he says like brazil uh capoeira he, oh, he yells this yeah. stuff out it's really weird yeah but like the, it, we're gonna play this end clip and tina instead of running off with gene and louise i think they want to go like see a dead seal at the beach or something like that yeah they want to poke, poke it, it. Yeah. yeah she decides to like stay with her dad and be with her dad so yeah that's yeah it's it's, it's, it's those moments we were talking about where it starts to get some heart to Your, it some emotional arcs yeah, yeah. wait is cop how do you say it? Capoeira. Is that a real it is. art it's, form? Yeah, okay. I think it's like a it's like uh, some type of Brazilian or like that. Oh, that's cool. Like it's it is like a dance fighting type thing. Let's get into those end credits now. Okay, we'll play the last few minutes or last moment. I like dead seals, but I think I'm gonna stay here instead. I'm actually having fun at work today. Besides, it's our father daughter time. Aww, sucker. Team, run. Run, 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 run to the seal. Right now we have just the classic credits. Nothing has changed at all. Yeah, it's the, it's exactly like we saw except for that music. Yes. The music is kind of like a Latin-infused version of the of the of the theme i think the theme mm-hmm. can you hear the theme in there i'm pretty sure that's what it is let's listen a little bit more yeah yeah so louise is getting the burger placed on her plate and she's handing it to her mom in the prep window and gene is back in his burger suit crossing all the way over across the screen and that's those are those credits. I mean, I'm going below an 8.5. I'm going below an 8.5 for this one, too. But first, we have to pick our favorite and least favorite moments. Okay, I'm going to go favorite. Mm-hmm. And the the little scene, the last scene doesn't count, right? The last scene doesn't count. Okay. I will never let this go, how endearing I find it that Louise is on her tiptoes. So that's going to be my favorite again. It's really, it's really cute. Yeah. Um, and I, my favorite again, I think this is my favorite, was Gene's little uh, slow walk in his burger suit. Or, uh, but I do also like uh, the Bob butt scratches. Yeah, that's so dad. It's such a dad thing, like just scratching your butt. And, you know, it's a restaurant, man. But you should not be scratching your butt, no matter how itchy it is. Right? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, no one can see you. It's fine, but it's still a little gross. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What are you supposed to do if you have an itch on your butt? Uh, He's there all day. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Wash your hands after. Over your pants? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's okay. Uh, okay, wash look, your hands, people. We're also in the middle of um, COVID, too, so I'm very, like, touching anything. I need extra hand washing. Yes. You know? And your least favorite moment, Skylar? I would just say 
the credits from the previous episode were so good. I was like really excited, like maybe a dead seal would come <laughs> flopping out or something, or it could be a Tina centric credits, and we didn't get that. It was a little let down for me. I'm I'm with you. I, I feel like we were teased a little bit in the last one, and I was like, oh, so these are gonna get a lot more elaborate kind of as they go on because we saw Gene partying and stuff. And it's weird because I feel like as we go through, they kind of like start to, and then they come back to their originals. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll see when we go through oh, them. Oh, man. But, but yeah, music's fun though. The music I like, is fun. I like tweaking the theme a bit to make it fit the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So on a scale of one to ten H's in Tina's Oz? I'm going 5.5. And that's that for our second episode. Isn't that exciting? We made it. We that's did really it. exciting. We did another one. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we are Bob's Credits, one word, on Twitter, on Instagram. We started a Patreon. We would love for you to support the podcast on there. Um, we've only got one little tier right now. But we will give you shout outs in the show if you, and, you know, personal thank you messages. And we're hoping to get more tears on there if there's enough interest. Some bonus episodes we'll do, some, you know, early access to episodes, exclusive merchandise down the road, maybe. Maybe some exclusive recipes. That's, that's too, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, please support us on Patreon now if you're really enjoying this podcast. Otherwise, we will see you for our third episode. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah, which will be episodes five and six of season one. Yep. So... uh, Is that the halfway mark for the season? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. It's kind of... It's. I think the season was kind of like... Oh, we won't get into it right now. Oh, no. It's interesting. I think it's interesting. I think the season... So the the pilot was in August. Then the show got picked up for a full run in December. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think there was like a whole kind of like year and then the spring it's, oh, wow. it had like another like half season or something like that. I have to, I have to look through it, but right. something like that. Because when we started rewatching this, when we started back on season one, I was so excited because I just love the Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes. You get so many holiday episodes back to back and I'm a sucker for those, but this season does not have any. Right. That's missing. And, and all of their holiday episodes are usually pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, the the last episode in season one was in May of 2011. Mm -hmm. And the first episode of season two was in March 11th of 2012. So almost a whole year in between. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, a little bit of info for you to take the podcast out. Nerd. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Stay saucy. Stay Saucy accidentally, if you listened to our first episode, became Skylar's signing out catchphrase, and I guess we're sticking with it. I'm just channeling Gene. I love it. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.